Hi everybody and welcome to the video and live streaming show. My name's John Lacey and as always I'm joined by Sam Proof. Today on the show we're answering uh, live streaming questions. So if you've got any live streaming questions, if you don't know your streamer from your restream or you can't understand how Puddles the Duck keeps getting out of the stream yard, if you're a little concerned that OBS might be contagious, then hang around because we're going to answer <laughs> the questions. So throw them into the chat if you've got them. Um, and if you want to, too, uh, into the chat, you can use the hashtags Team Live if you're joining us live or hashtag Team Replay if you're watching us later on. But Sam, welcome uh, back to the show. How's your week been? I suspect it's been a hectic one. It's it's uh, more than hectic. I've had like this weird... I, I go through these periods uh, and I know people in the in the cat chat are going to be like oh mercury retrograde that's what it is i go through these periods where technology is just not my friend and that is what is happening today like i woke up in such a good mood and so many things have tried to like bring it down and i just i can't deal with it right now <laughs> um but this is always a highlight of my week so i'm here I'm, i hope to, that we have we have some uh questions to answer and we can help some people out how about you john Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I mean, it's it's been interesting because I'm reaching a point where I do a lot of weird, wonderful things with technology. Now, and I like technology, but I've kind of reached a point now where I just need to streamline things. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm going to change up some of the ways I'm doing things moving forward. And I'm, I think we're going to do an entire show on one of those next week, which Sam doesn't even know about yet. What? So I'll, I'll fill him in later on. But one thing I do want to tell you about, um, you know, if you are joining us live, and this is really just for live viewers, uh, if you're interested in getting on Blue Sky, I actually have an invite that I'm going to um, sort of give away with StreamYard's giveaway tool later on in today's episode. So if you want to go into the running for this one, use hashtag Blue Sky. Just throw it into the chat. doesn't have to be capitalized any special way. Um, just, just put it in there. Hang around until the end of the show uh, when we will actually do a live draw on screen. And uh, the only thing I will say is because I know Sam likes to experiment with a lot of different custom um, destinations, uh, yeah. there probably are some platforms that you may not be able to participate in this particular com uh, competition. I'm thinking, what might they be, Sam? Kick and... A few yeah. others. <laughs> I yeah, think basically, I if, if you're watching this on Facebook, I don't YouTube, think we're LinkedIn, going to kick right now. But uh, yeah, if you're on Tro Trovo D Live or Live Dot Space, I you jump over to our uh, my Twitch or YouTube, and uh, then you can enter it. Absolutely. And if you want to hang out, um, I've got a redirect to johnlacy.com forward slash live. So you can do that. <clears throat> and again, just uh, just throw that hashtag blue sky into the chat and we'll uh, we'll auction that one off. Um, I say auction. Use the giveaway tool, giveaway. which is really fun. And we've been looking for literally any excuse to, to show it off. So uh, thank you for joining us in the chat. Hello, Ender. Thanks for being here today. We are actually answering uh, live streaming questions. So we do have a number of one, a number of them that have come in earlier. So let's get stuck in, and I just need to click a couple of buttons for the magic to all happen. So that one and this one here. Okay. Um, and and uh, just a reminder, you've got to actually put the hash symbol before the blue sky, or it won't count. The, but you could put the thing up for. It could just stay there until it looks weird. <laughs> Okay, cool. Go ahead. Okay, no worries. All right. So we're answering uh, live streaming questions. Today, we're going to start with some general live streaming questions. We've had a whole bunch come in over the week um, from some uh, viewers and from some different places. But let's have a look at this first one, Sam. 
Yeah. Can I stream via my phone? Yeah. Done. Next question. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> uh, there's a variety, obviously, in this day and age of ways to stream from your phone. Most of the major platforms, YouTube, Twitch, uh, I believe Facebook, all of those, Instagram, TikTok, all of those give you the ability to stream directly from their mobile app using the phone. Um, but there are also a bunch of third-party apps that you can download that will do things like multicast or, you know, uh, give a, a more complex, not necessarily OBS complex, but a more complex uh, setup ability. There is one for Twitch that I believe is called IRL Live. I don't, it's been a while since I've used it. I'm pretty sure it still exists, but that does give you that ability to not only stream to Twitch, but have all of those sort of overlay alerts that um, desktop streamers who stream to Twitch are used to and things of that nature. So yes, there is a wide variety of ways to stream from your phone. Um, if you are going to do that, and you're going to do that, I assume, somewhere else, because you're you know on your phone and not your computer, unless you're specifically doing mobile games, just uh, invest in like a good... Um, uh, a phone-based uh, external mic, assuming you have a phone that can handle that. And it's it's funny you should say that. And we, we were talking about this previously um, before we went live. I'm 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 such a desktop creator. I hate doing anything on my phone. Um, in part because the audio and the yeah. video are both pretty rough on my Android uh, device, and I'm so used to having the flexibility of of tools like OBS and restream and stream yard so there are a number of things that i sometimes try to reproduce on my mobile that just really aren't going to work particularly well for me yeah um but i mean it, you certainly can and it's you know it's not a massively difficult thing to do and i think for a lot of people just getting started is is the main thing that we want to actually do yeah. um i guess sam because of the extra levels of technology with today's show if you can keep an eye on the chat that would be really awesome yeah 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 uh, okay. I will start so things is... ad nauseum. <laughs> yep, no worries. Okay, so let's uh, we, let's answer another question. So, what do I need to get started live streaming? This is a, a very open-ended question. So, my my temptation is actually to tell you that you need a microphone and you need um, a web camera or you know some sort of camera. Yeah. But to be honest, I've seen people do things with with avatars and and other software. I, I guess in a lot of ways. Um, so I think that the main thing that you need more than anything is a decent internet connection. And I guess this is something that I do see crop yes. up on Facebook groups, especially they'll be like, I've got an upload speed of two megabytes. Why is this <laughs> working for me? Yeah. Um, you really like at the bare minimum, I'm thinking you probably need five to seven, but ideally 10 to 15 would be much, much better. So yeah, when, when I worked at uh, mob crush we got this issue constantly and like yeah the bare minimum i would require people i would you know tell people is seven but yeah 10 or more is better for sure absolutely and to be really honest with you in my part of uh the world in, in australia like i i used to have basically five uh, megabytes when i started um Streaming and depending on your stack, depending on um, who else you're involving in that process, like it actually wasn't really a big deal for me because everything was coming straight out of OBS to restream to the destination. So there was definitely a lag between what I was doing and what, when people were seeing it. But because it was a fairly consistent lag, it didn't really ruin my day too much. 
in terms of you know other equipment it's a good idea to think about your audio again we sort of mentioned the fact you can definitely get started with a with a phone but if you want to Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have an external microphone or, or something uh, more exciting. I know I certainly love my Rodecaster Pro, looking for an excuse to use that. And again, I guess, you know, something to capture you visually would be useful as well. So you got any other ideas or thoughts on that one, Sam? Yeah, I mean, I think those are the basics of, that you really need and, and just time. <laughs> <laughs> time to do it and time to hone it and, you know... Uh, and, and keep it going, like try and, you know, find a good schedule for yourself. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, <laughs> this is the video and live streaming show today. We're, t- we're answering, um, live streaming questions that have come in during the week, but if you do also have some that you want to share with us live, uh, please do that as well. Um, let's get back into some of these questions. Um, so the third one for for this section is less technical, but I think really, really important. How do I get more comfortable being on camera? Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, if you're not comfortable right now, this is just something that you build over time and maybe you never fully get comfortable. Like I'm always a little hesitant and a little awkward and like I can't really watch my archives because I'm like, oof. What a train wreck. Um, but, you know, it's it's just something that you push forward on and, like, do your best. Like, just make the commitment to what I need to get out of this or what I want to get out of this is this and just do it. I don't know if you have more to say on that. But yeah. Absolutely. I mean, um, I guess, like, there's there's a lot to be said for really just a bit of exposure therapy with this one because... Uh, you'll definitely have nerves, uh, you know, you will definitely be uncomfortable. And there's a part of me that's always kind of reluctant to show up. Like, I do need to drag myself here, even for this show, which I enjoy doing. But once you get over that initial start, like, it's it's such a great experience. The the fact that we can interact with our audience uh, live in real time is really quite amazing. And, it, you know, once the more it's I guess it's like anything, the more you do it, the the more comfortable you get. Yeah, and, and I said, think. Go ahead, finish. I was just going <laughs> to say that said, um, you know, sometimes having good lighting, good camera, good microphone will will add some some confidence in you as well. Yeah, and I was going to say, I think I think interaction is the key, and like, if you can go into it, you know, knowing that you have a friend or a co-host or something like that, someone who's either going to be on camera with you or someone who's going to be in chat with you, to kind of keep prompting you and talking to you it'll make things easier. So ask that good friend of yours, like, please show up for this, you know, and like do X, Y, and Z. So, uh, you know, it's a little easier. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I, I guess, um, you know, because that's like, if you are doing something by yourself, it can be very self-conscious when you can feel very self-conscious yeah. when you feel like you're talking to nobody. So right. if you, and, and that could be somebody who's actually on camera with you, but that could just be another person in the room. It's definitely yeah. um, a, a good way of thinking about that. One of the questions we did come in, um, you know, about uh, during the week, um, not that one, we'll get to that one in a second. This one here from Alec uh, was asking about Minicam. Now, um, Minicam seems to be a versatile app uh, used for live streaming or as a virtual camera. Any thoughts on pros and cons of using Minicam um, as it gets little exposure as, li- as a live streaming tool? 
To give you some idea of how little exposure it gets, I haven't really heard of this product in about 15 years. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, it was very, very popular back then and it still exists here today. I did do a little bit of research in anticipation of today's show and I have downloaded this on both my Windows computer and on my phone. Um, I'll just show you the, the, the Manicam uh, website here. So I mean it is it's a it's a relatively straightforward tool. It's it's quite user friendly. I don't think I, I think it, it'd be pretty accessible for a lot of people. Um yeah. if you download it, there are different uh options depending on the plans you get and also the particular devices that you're using. Mm-hmm. Um one of the things um that Alec asked about was the virtual camera, and we'll talk about that more in a little bit. But interestingly, um the Minicam virtual camera also gives you some audio um, routing options so you can use the audio out of this program as well as the visuals in a way that you really can't do for, for OBS um, Studio so um, I, I guess the other thing to consider though is the price so this uh, sort of seems to vary from $49 a year to $99 or upwards in fact because yeah. that seems to be a, a special and I guess for me comparing it to the other tools that are available um like it does definitely seem to be very user friendly, and if that is your your primary concern, it might be worth exploring. You can certainly download the free version and sure. go. It does have that branding, um, but I guess for me, I would probably be inclined to use some other tools. And given that you know you you are paying some serious money to use that, and I don't think you actually have the ability to bring in like guests, so it would be something if you're sort mm. of broadcasting yourself. Um, that you might want to use but do you have any thoughts on on that one sam yeah i mean i think the guest would be the biggest uh make or break for a lot of people really and yeah I, i'm looking at their website right now and i'm not positive that it does or doesn't do it um I, you know i think along with lines of any of these sort of paid things i would always opt toward obs myself because i have the experience with it and it is free uh $49 a year isn't terrible. I mean, if you're doing it as a business, that's fine. If you're doing it as an independent creator, I think you should save the money and learn OBS. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess, it looks fine. Yeah. And uh, I guess, you know, it depends on on you and your preferences as well. And the great thing about this is there are definitely free options. So download yeah. it, give it a go, see what your mileage looks like. Um, and a big hello to CG, who's joining us in the chat as well. Thank you for for being here. Just a reminder: no. if you are oh. um, if you are interested in in getting on on Blue Sky, um, I've got an invite to give away today. So if you use the hashtag um, Blue Sky, so that's the hash symbol and the words Blue Sky together, uh, we will and hang around until the end of the show. We'll actually uh, draw that one out then. Um, but set, today, this is the video and live streaming show. We are actually um, answering video and live streaming questions, or we're really live streaming questions today. Um, but we'll come back and talk specifically about StreamYard. I have one last thing to say about Manicam. It looks like it does have NDI support, uh, which Skype also has. So that would be your, your way to bring guests in, is my guess. Nice. Okay, we'll, we'll be back in a moment and we're going to talk about StreamYard. We are constantly training our cats every interaction that we have with them. Mm-hmm. So when Johan would get on my counter before, you know, this is 10 years ago before I was the cat expert that I am now. Johan would jump on the counter. What was the first thing I did? I'd say his name. Johan. Well, he loves that. That's yeah. a reward for him. He mm-hmm. said, you, you just said my name. 
I would go over to him and I'd talk to him and be like, you can't be on the counter. Johan loves when I talk to him. Ding, that's another reward for Johan. I'd pick him up and put him on the ground, mm. but I didn't want him to think I was mad at him. So when I'd pick him up, I'd pick him up very nicely and kiss him on the head and say, I love you, but you can't be here. I'd put him on the ground. I had just done three things that rewarded him for being on the counter. So I was encouraging him to continue doing that. And that's a segment from Just Kidding Around, which is Sam's podcast, which you can learn more about over at cuteavalanche.com. Yeah. So today on the show, we're, we're answering uh, live streaming questions. So if you've got one, uh, you know, we we're addressing these uh, four categories today with the questions we've already got. But if, if you've got questions that relate to content creation or live streaming, uh, let us know in the chat what they are. We'd love to have a go at tackling some of those. But let's, uh, let's actually turn our attention to... Uh, to another uh, option in terms of uh, StreamYard. So let's have a look at uh, what these questions are that we've had during the week. So this first one here. So what platforms can StreamYard stream to? Yeah, so technically any platform, as long as it has a custom RTMP, you could put in any platform you wanted. They natively uh, support a bunch of platforms as well, uh, including Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitch and Twitter. I think that's all the native ones. Um, and then, yeah, if if there's something that's not on that list that you wanted to put in, yeah, there you go. John's got it up. Uh, oh, and, and Hopin, which is like their old proprietary uh, platform. Um, but uh, yeah, if it's something else you wanted to do, like DLive or Trovo or Kick or any of those new flavor of the month streaming sites, <laughs> you just pop into the custom RTMP you grab your ingest or server URL from uh, the platform and the stream key, put those into the custom RTMP, and boom, there you go. Bob's your uncle, as they say, for some reason. And I guess um, the one thing that you do need to be mindful with those custom um, destinations is you won't get the chat returned. So yes. again, for give you know, and I've already bored you with this already, but if you are on a slightly obscure platform that isn't one of the ones that just popped up on the screen a moment ago, you might want to head over to uh, to YouTube or Twitch um, and or Facebook or wherever and just have a look at that. So, I mean, that's like, it's great that you can broadcast to different places, but um, I, I know the StreamYard team themselves were actually taking their, their uh, town hall meeting, which is something they do once a week. And they were testing it on TikTok. And it was great to see it on TikTok. But huh, also, cool. I was very conscious of the fact they weren't seeing anything that I was was replying with on, on TikTok. So definitely keep that one um, on mind. And I think this is a great point because yeah, like um, Ender Trading, I'd never heard of... Um, is no, it or I think open? it's Hopin. And, and well, it could be Hopin. It could be Hopin someone uses it. Um, but I believe, and, and I honestly, you know, I've seen this for months and months because we've been using StreamYard ourselves. So I always see the option. And I really probably looked at it sometime seven months ago. Somebody else in the chat, so this is all third party, said that this is uh, the same company as StreamYard. And I believe if you want to do like a private uh, e-course or embed StreamYard into your website, that would be the way to do it. So I think that's what Hopin does. Or nice. Home. Yep. Okay, cool. So let's uh, check out our next question about uh, StreamYard. So does StreamYard have a virtual camera? Well, the answer to that one is simply no. 
Uh, but maybe it's worthwhile if we take a step back and talk about what a virtual camera actually is. So uh, the virtual camera is the ability to sort of change what actually appears within a, a within a camera frame. So uh, on a recent show, I spoke about how we use this in OBS Studio and essentially I can have my branding elements, I can have my calls to action, QR codes, text actually pop up on the screen. And I can share that within things like Microsoft Zoom, uh, Microsoft Teams or Zoom or Google Meet or StreamYard or Restream Studio, whatever you uh, like to do. Um, but that is something that you can do in OBS Studio. That's something you can do in Ecamm Live if you're a Mac user and want to pay for that particular software. It's not something that you can do in StreamYard. It's not something you can do in Restream Studio either. So... It, it definitely does not. Is there anything right. you wanted to add on that one, Sam? No, but just to clarify, you can receive that virtual camera in Restream or StreamYard. So like John and I are both in virtual cameras right now. As he was saying, we can pop up uh, elements inside our own cameras because we're using OBS as a virtual camera. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so let's have a look at our third question. So can I use StreamYard for free? A little bit. I know the answer to this one, but <laughs> you can you can expand on this if you like, Sam. Um, yeah, they do have a, a trial version that I believe allows you to go to two platforms. Gosh, I haven't looked in that in a while. But uh, yeah, it's watermarked. You'll have the little StreamYard duck in the corner there. Uh, and it is limited to, you know, just the, the two platforms. I don't think you get custom RTMP for the, the free one. That might be Restream that I'm getting confused with. They may both have that, but uh, yes, it does is basically the answer. <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, we did have a question about, um, about, okay, cool. So we did have a question during the week, again, from Alec. Um, when using a tool like OBS as a virtual camera to input to say StreamYard, right. is the microphone used um, for broadcast chosen on StreamYard or OBS? Right. Right, so yes, so, uh, I, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, we, we've already kind of alluded okay. to this, but um, the virtual camera in OBS is only for visuals. So whatever you're doing with your audio, it needs to happen from an external device or you know, you, you actually go into Zoom and pick a particular microphone or a particular soundboard. Um, for that reason, even though you can play videos through your virtual camera, people aren't going to hear the audio. So right. if you do need to share a video with somebody and the audio is important, make sure you do that outside of the virtual camera um, because they, they won't hear that. So uh, it's definitely, uh, the, the audio definitely happens um, outside of the, the virtual camera experience. Yeah, and, and also because StreamYard is a browser-based application, it has its own audio settings. So StreamYard itself can be set to like so that you can hear it in like your headphones and yet your computer is still you know set to potentially speakers so make sure that's a thing you want to happen um <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely um and I, I we've done a whole bunch of obs shows but i think one time i need to come in and talk about audio because that's a little yeah. bit more complicated in a lot of applications, but I'm happy to do that. So anyway, today uh, on the video and live streaming show, we're talking all about answering uh, live streaming questions that have come in during the week. So if you've got any about uh, live streaming, throw them in the chat. We'd love to hear from you and uh, just hear what those questions might be. 
And it'd be good to hear what you're actually doing with live streaming as well. So if you're if you're using live streaming in any part of your life or business, that would be really awesome to check out as well. Uh, we'll be back and talking about Restream in just a moment. And then I looked at the first assessment and the first assessment was record a five minute video and it was a pretty simple introduction of yourself. There was nothing exciting. I didn't have to research. It was just a five minute warm up. And I freaked out. That course is still sitting in the cupboard beside me. I see that stack of papers and I almost rock in the corner. It cost me a lot of money to sign up and I, I threw the whole course away. And uh, that's a segment from my podcast, Build a Presentation Muscle, which you can hear more about over at johnlacey.com. That was actually Michelle J. Raymond talking about how she overcame her fear of being on camera to uh, to being quite a prolific voice on, on LinkedIn. So that's definitely worthwhile checking out. And it's in some ways, the, the thing I loved about that particular conversation was it's not just about the fear. There are actually other sort of communication skills that you need to consider and, and think about. And she sort of unpacked some of those in that episode mm -hmm. as well. So this is the video and live streaming show. I'm John Lacey and I'm joined as always by Sam Proof. Today we're answering live streaming questions. So we've spoken about streaming generally. We've looked at uh, StreamYard and now let's talk about Restream. So Restream is another piece of uh, software that you can use to, uh, to live stream. Let's check out this first question. What's the difference between Restream and Restream Studio, Sam? Sure. So, I mean, Restream is itself sort of the master brand um, <clears throat> and gives you things like the ability to have a chat bot and to just use OBS to hit Restream. That's where you'll enter your uh, multicasting platform information and stuff like that. Restream Studio, very similar to the StreamYard experience. It is a browser-based app that allows you to stream through your browser. I believe Chrome is their preference. Um, so yeah, you don't need any other uh, software at that point. You can just load up Restream Studio and set up your stream, your broadcast this way and go and stream to wherever you want. Uh, but yeah, Restream itself does have a lot more um, uh, options available that can be used with Restream Studio or without it. Absolutely. And I, you know, as much as we've been using StreamYard and we really enjoy it, we did start this show uh, mm -hmm. with Restream Studio. And I, I, I think the, the Restream Studio experience is a good one. Again, you're in the browser, you're, you can invite your guests to be on camera, you've got backgrounds yeah. and banners, and you can play videos and things in, in the same way that you can in StreamYard. But the really interesting thing for me is, especially as an OBS guy, is some of the things that you can do outside of, of the browser-based experience. So yes. uh, Restream has its own sort of URL for the combined chats. And because of that, we can actually use uh, tools like the OBS um, Ninja um, chat program, which is, I'm kind of forgetting the name of that one off the top of my head, but there's a... If Social you head over Social stream, that would be the one, yes. Yeah. So if you head over to johnlacy.com, I've got a whole article on how that works. But the great thing about that is we can feature the entire stream. We can do individual comments um, within OBS itself, which is really great. And there really isn't an equivalent for StreamYard. 
Another thing that's really cool on Restream is the chat relay. So yes. the great thing about that is that if you do multicast out of different places, you know, you're going to YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn, um, for those one for those services that allow chat input from Restream, it can actually repeat the messages. So it'll say things like, um, Ender Gaming on YouTube said blah, blah, blah. Uh, hashtag blue sky, for example, uh, and that'll actually be um, shown in in Facebook and a few other places. It doesn't show up on LinkedIn because they don't support that feature, but it can be a great way of sort of bringing different people together and and foster a bit of connection in that regard as well. So, um, I I know that uh, Restream recently have introduced uh, the ability to sort of trim your video clips. Yes. Um, which is not revolutionary, but it's no. it's incredibly helpful. <laughs> and the other thing that they've been promoting lately is the ability to actually create little playlists. So if you have, you know, 10 five-minute videos, you can essentially combine those and have a live stream or that, that goes for 50 minutes. Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, and I, and I think that... Uh, trimming feature kind of plays right into that playlist feature. So you can do those and they save locally on Restream so that you can then rebroadcast them. I think they're limited to 30 minutes. And uh, I noticed in the chat, um, Ender is saying Ender Trading. So hopefully I didn't say the name wrong because I, I often do and I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean it. Okay, let's let's have a look at another one of our restream questions. So, are restream and streamyard basically the same? And I, I kind of probably stole the thunder of the last question a Pretty little much. bit. So, in some sense, restream uh, studio, which is that that browser based experience, yeah. is very very similar to streamyard. Um, they do have slightly different features, and I guess the feature set is always being developed and being extended mm -hmm. and. I know for StreamYard specifically, they have these weekly town hall meetings, which are just live streams that you can uh, come to and sort of communicate with the, the founders and the support yep. staff. They're very open to feedback. They don't always implement the features you request, but they <laughs> certainly do seem to be receptive in at least hearing them. Mm -hmm. um, I, 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 are there other things that you think we should think about, Sam, in terms of the differences between Restream and StreamYard? Um, sure. I mean, we obviously, we already mentioned that Restream has that sort of chat relay and it has the ability to pull stream from uh, OBS without using Restream Studio or StreamYard is only the in-browser experience. They don't do OBS at all, except for this hack with the uh, virtual camera. Um, OBS and StreamYard both come with pre-created scenes. So like what you're seeing here is basically a scene in which there are two cameras and a media uh, and a dynamic background that we've used wisely. Um, uh, StreamYard actually allows you to create custom scenes, whereas Restream, you get the seven or eight scenes that they've made, and that's it. Um, my God, that I, that's that... definitely true. Like you do need to just accept the the layouts that you're given yeah. on Restream. And I don't know, as a bit of a control freak, that was something that I struggled <laughs> with a little bit. So sure. that, that's part of the things that, um, and you know I, know, I know this sounds absolutely ridiculous, but it's totally true. So I'm going to break out of this for a second, just to talk about this. Mm -hmm. um, you might've seen at the beginning of the show, I sometimes bring out this banner, which is the live or replay one. And because I've got a custom layout here, 
Um, this this sort of diamond shape splits us down the middle here, but it never lined up on on Restream Studio, and that made yeah. me slightly crazy, if I'm being yes. honest. Yeah. Um. So again, you do have a lot more flexibility with those custom layouts. Um, right. But I, you know, I think they are both great products. Yeah. And again, the... I have. Yeah. Keep going. I was going to say the only other major difference, which is really not major, is more nuances, is, is that uh, the pricing structures are different on how many multicasting uh, platforms you're able to get. Restream tends to stay way more up to date on their API connections. So they pull in a lot more native platform connections or at least attempt to. Um, and if that's important to you, then maybe that's the option for you. But at the same time, a lot of those connections are not English speaking. Uh, or at least not, you know, English speaking first. Um, there's a solid amount of Asian and other uh, countries um, represented, which that actually in itself might be something that other people are looking for that StreamYard doesn't offer unless you use the custom RTMP and then you lose that sort of um, chat integration. Absolutely. Um, so I guess, and I think we, we may have stolen our own thunder here a little bit, but, uh, this third question, do you need restream for OBS studio? Here's the thing. You don't need it, but it can be useful. And let me explain yeah. why, because there are, there are, um, I, I think it's a plugin that you can actually add to OBS studio where you can specify that you want to go out to a number of dif different destinations. But the thing about that is that. If I set that up and I've got five different destinations, I've got five uh, sets of data being sent out via my internet connection at yeah. the same time. And if I don't have a good internet connection and I, you know, mine's a lot better than it used to be, but it's still not as great as some places in the world, that can fall over very, very quickly. The useful thing about using Restream via OBS Studio is that you're sending that information out once to restream and it's handling the load of those additional destinations. Yeah. So, um, you know, you certainly, you don't necessarily need it, but it can be quite useful. All right. Was there anything else that you wanted to add to that one? Or no, I think about that pretty generally? much covers that. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So this is the, the video and live streaming show. Today we're answering live streaming questions and I've got to click this button to do this. There we go, awesome. Um, just a reminder, we are giving away a Blue Sky invite. So if you're interested in, in being on that social media platform, just uh, use the hashtag uh, Blue Sky. Again, doesn't have to be capitalized or anything. It does help if you're on YouTube, Facebook, um, Twitch or LinkedIn. Um, if you're on some of the more obscure platforms, we won't necessarily see that. But if you are in those places, that is awesome. Um, so this is the video and live streaming show. Let's, uh, we'll be back in just a moment. If you've been watching us for a while or this is your first time and you're thinking, Sam, John, this is great stuff, but I'm wearing a lot of hats already and I don't need to add this to my list of things that I'm doing, but I really want to live stream. I've got you covered. I've been a freelance technical director and stream operator for 20 years, and I can help you either with one-on-one -on -one counseling, setups of shows, or even run your whole show for you. Get in touch with me, samproof at gmail.com, or find out more at samproof.tv. 
There's something slightly hilarious about you throwing to yourself. I, I, I love that. But yeah, certainly. Um, and I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling this a little bit today because we're doing something a little bit different than normal. And I've got a lot of hats on right now. Um, yeah. But if you need help with, uh, with your live streaming setup, Sam can definitely support you as a, a live stream producer. So get in touch with him. Yeah. Okay, so this is the video and live streaming show. Today we're answering live streaming questions that have come in through the week. But again, if you've got any right now, throw them in the chat. We'd love to tackle those. Let's talk about something that's close to both our hearts right now, which is OBS Yay. Studio. <laughs> so again, this is something we could talk about forever, but let's let's start with the questions we've already received. So this first one here. What does OBS Studio do, Sam? <laughs> Uh, I mean, first and foremost, it is a broadcast software, which you can use either for live or for videos that you're making as just local recordings for VODs, whatnot. Um, it is very powerful. It can do almost anything you can throw at it. Uh, so yeah, it, it's a very customizable broadcast software. Absolutely. And, um, you know, in, I, I guess if we, we maybe dig a little bit deeper, the things that I like to explain to people, because not everybody is a live streamer or aspires to be a live sure. streamer, but to me, there are three basic things that it does. It records local video, and that could be you on camera, that could be you sharing your screen, that, mm -hmm. and, and, you know... I often think sometimes like people don't necessarily want to be YouTubers or live streamers, but sometimes they just need to convey some information. So whether that's even just an internal message within a company and say, these are the steps to do this with our system or whatnot. Um, obviously you do have the live streaming capability, so you can go out live to, to various places. Um, yeah, and you know, practically any, any place that supports that, uh, the RTM, uh, RTMP, and I'm hoping I got that acronym right, uh, yeah, destinations. Right. And again, you can also work with tools like Restream if you want to extend your reach further. But again, the other one that we're sort of alluded to a little bit this, uh, today is the virtual camera. So if you want to sort of change how you actually appear on webcam in any piece of software really on your computer, and, you know, I'll take myself as an example here, like, you know, I'm in front of a green screen all the time, so I need to make sure I've got some some ways of handling that. But I can click a button and have a, you know, a picture of my podcast pop up on the screen. I can make these changes really, really easily. And I've got my branding and my logo sort of on screen. That's a really great way because, you know, you can encourage people to, you can actually bake those, uh, those calls to action into your frame. So you can actually have a QR code there. You can have a, a URL. You can just, you know, even just have your name on screen if you wanted to. That can be really, really useful. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing like a sales meeting or like a weekly report, you can have that all on your OBS experience as opposed to trying to like share a screen to like a PowerPoint or anything like that. You can just put it all in there and activate it through there and be like, it's right here, <laughs> you know? Um, Absolutely. And I guess that's the thing. Like you can, you know, if you... Um, like you can potentially have all your slides there and you can actually put yourself in different parts of those slides yes. but for each one of them you can have yourself on camera maybe off camera you can do all kinds of fun stuff so that's definitely something to keep in mind so let's uh let's just head back to our questions over here so what system is needed for OBS Studio? So again, it's probably worthwhile going over to OBS Project to check the system requirements but the good news is 
This is free and open source software that works on Windows, it works on Mac, and it works on Linux. So you have a lot of options. Um, yeah. A piece of software that's very popular uh, in the, the Mac world is Ecamm Live. Um, the people that use it love it, and that's great for them, but I don't want to become a Mac person. So um, I love the fact that OBS is, is truly cross-platform. Yeah, it's great. There, there are some minor differences between the platforms. So if you wanted to share a project from Windows to say Mac, it's not going to 100% transfer over. And that is one of my small gripes with OBS. But beyond that, it's like, it, it's, it's the best software out there, for, in, in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, and again, you like I said, you probably want to check out those system requirements, but y you'd be amazed what you can do with a, even a fairly basic um, computer. Okay, let's check out our third uh, OBS question. So can OBS Studio edit video, Sam? So when we talk about editing, uh, your no is basically the answer. <laughs> like when we talk about editing, you've got a timeline, you've got maybe clips and you're like moving things around on that timeline. Uh, what OBS does is more true to a, you know, a live broadcast experience. So you can do live edits and set up all of those assets and be recording camera and not have actually go out as a live stream, but you can cut to all of those things instantaneously to make a live edit, but it will not actually be an edit. There will not be a timeline that you can reference. There will not be a project that you can then import into a, uh, Adobe Premiere or DaVinci or any of those tools after the fact. Um, so yeah, the answer is essentially no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Like it's, it's not a video editing piece of software, but I think for some people like it's, and you need to sort of wrap your, your brain around this because it's a completely different way of working. But yeah. if you have a presentation and you're recording it and you intend to edit it, You've got to, you know, record yourself on on camera potentially. You've got to bring in your B-roll assets. You've got to set yeah. these things up and edit them. Whereas with a little bit of tweaking, you can go into OBS Studio. You can sort of think about the different scenes and sources that you want to include, and those could be things like images and video and uh, your your own camera and your own audio. And you can do that in a sort of a live sense. And sometimes that can be that can be more fluid. You can actually do that in relatively real time. Yeah. And if you do find that editing is something that does not spark joy, um, that you don't like doing, this may be a different way of, of thinking about it. And, you know, it's like, it's probably not for everybody. And I guess the thing, I often get into conversations where people want me to say that live streaming is the only option. It's Whereas in my world, it's one of a whole bunch of different things that you could be doing in terms of content creation. So yeah. sometimes it just makes sense to do things live, but other times it makes more sense to sort of take them offline and edit them, especially if you're capturing your screen and maybe there might be some sensitive material there. You don't want to do that live. You want to do that in your software and, and blur out anything that uh, you know you don't want your audience to see. So... Uh, that's that's something that's definitely sort of worth keeping in mind. Um, yeah, I, I do kind of tend to prefer to do a live edit of that nature when I'm doing something that is a tutorial, especially when it's computer related and I want to be like grabbing stuff off the screen. 
um, and you'll do it as a live edit. And then if you need to trim things down, you can go into an editing software and be like, there was a part where I paused or I said this three times in a row and I want to get that out of there. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess that's the thing, like, even if you do it live, there's nothing to stop you from bringing that recording into yeah. any kind of editing software and just going from there. So, um, this is the video on live streaming show. Uh, if you've got any live questions um, about live streaming, uh, throw them in the chat. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I must admit, uh, you know, there's, I, I think one person is interested in this blue sky um, <laughs> invite. So I think, um, and uh, you might be in luck um, as we move more towards the end of the show. But yeah. I guess, Sam, like, are there any things, any other questions that you find up find crop up from time to time that you might want to talk about whether they're part of any of these things that we've spoken about today or, or something different oh geez I, i'm totally blanking right now but i you know i think um i think if you have if you you know you come across this video you find us ever like we will always answer your questions and i will always tell you how we can do that thing in obs studio <laughs> um <laughs> And if you want to get super nerdy, I've got a bunch of those things. So one of the things I did want to mention when we were talking about like Restream and uh, StreamYard uh, with the chat is if you do come to, you know, lean into uh, multicasting or if you're using the OBS plugin for that, um, one of my favorite chatbots is Batissimo, which does also have um, a chat relay style functionality. So you can use that as well. It does come with a cost. Again, uh, they do have a free version. I haven't checked on it recently, so I'm not sure what the uh, what the length of that. If it's a trial run, or if they actually just have a completely free version now. I think it is. It is free. It's just limited access. Um, so that might be something you want to take a look at as well. Uh, oh, and also we mentioned Social Stream, which does a similar thing. Um, the thing with social stream is you will still have to log into all of those, uh, custom RTMP platforms and pop out the chat and then it will pull those in. Uh, but Hey, look, I think we actually may have a thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess the other thing is that I often like to use restream, um, uh, because it does have that that chat functionality but again a lot of there are so many streaming destinations out there that sometimes um you know they just they're just too uh too uh new to do the thing um we do have a question here from jimmy uh rizzo so let's throw that onto the screen and let's have a read so uh what i think is maybe don't make things one-sided like now um also i use prism live for being simple obs has too many bells it can be intimidating when you're first getting into it but i think we've gone over uh time and time again how to do simple setups in obs that'll get you going um and then when you decide you want to do something more complicated you'll be able to because it has all of those bells but you don't need to use those out of the gate mm. <laughs> you know um yeah, all you need is a video source and an audio source, and you can get going. Uh, I did drop my referral link for StreamYard in the chat. Is a referral link. If you want to not give me a referral, go to StreamYard.com. 
Um, but yeah, Jimmy did ask what the, the StreamYard link was. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I must admit, Prism Live, I, I've seen a little bit about it. It's not something I've personally used, but again... Yeah, I haven't used it either. In a lot of ways, it almost doesn't matter what you use as long as it works for you. So um, unless yeah. you're specifically missing particular features and... I guess that in some ways that depends on how techy you are and how often you're looking to, to switch things up. Because I think for most people having a side-by-side -side conversation, Restream Studio, StreamYard, they're just no-brainers. Like if you can put yourself on, on, on the camera, set up the audio, have the chat, then you're, you're pretty much good to go. Um, okay, it looks like Jimmy was actually asking to 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 appear on on camera which is not oh, something that we can't yeah, we don't do really as do that part of this this show but um feel free to add any uh other questions that that you might have in the chat um i guess one of the things that crops up for for me from time to time is that people will ask me like what philosophically is the difference between streamyard and and restream versus obs studio and the thing that, that I try to encourage people to think about is that when you work with StreamYard or Restream, you're working with, uh, you know, you've got your video camera, you've got backgrounds, and you've got uh, layouts, and you've got overlays. And those are great, but you kind of have to operate each one of those individually. And again, I, I sort of alluded to the fact that we've been doing things that are a little bit different Um today so i've had to press a lot more buttons to get that to work here in Streamyard. whereas in obs i would literally have these things set up as separate scenes and then i could just hit one button go to that scene and everything i wanted would be in that scene so right. again it does require that you think about what you want to present a little bit ahead of time but i i do find that once you get over that initial learning curve it's it's pretty straightforward um i guess the other thing that's worth mentioning is that you can't sort of bring in external guests straight out of the box with OBS Studio. You need to think a little bit about how you're bringing in somebody, whether it is via NDI or whether it's, uh, you know, via some sort of um, external piece of uh, software. And again, Sam, I know that you do that for uh, just kitting around yep. the, the Cute Avalanche podcast. So what, what what's the stack that you're actually using there, there at the moment? So we, we use OBS and we bring our guests in through video, which is part of Ninja. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's, it's very similar in a way to just doing us like a Zoom or a Skype call and then bringing them over. Um, but it Ninja gives you, Video Ninja gives you like uh, individual browser sources for each camera. So if we wanted to do a bunch of different people, we could have very specific pla placements for them. Whereas software like Restream or um, StreamYard, they actually have sort of dynamic camera windows. So if you have like three or four people, sorry, I my annual hitting the mic of the show uh, if you have three or four people on camera and like they're coming in and out that dynamic setup will actually sort of reshape itself and like change the camera slots to accommodate so it, it looks a little jankier to me that's my opinion other people may not care so much about that um, video does actually have a sort of scene where you can just pull everything in kind of along those lines, but I prefer to take the individual camera feeds and put them into OBS where I want them. Absolutely. Um, and I guess that's the other thing that you kind of alluded to was that um, 
the thing about OBS Studio, it is open source software, but there is a community of developers building additional things to, uh, you know, give you additional functionality. Often that starts as them just scratching their own itch um, to, to create something that, you know, they, they need for their live stream setup. Uh, but that's that's really, really awesome. We've done an entire show on some of our favorite OBS Studio plugins, but there are certainly things to bring in chat, to to rearrange the screen, to, to change um, the layouts in a really dynamic way with the Move uh, plugin. Yep. Uh, one of my favorites is actually the ASIO audio plugin, which is a great way for me to bring in different audio sources. And again, I love my Rodecaster Pro. Um, it's it has a number of different channels for for microphones, but also for like additional devices and sound pads and things like that. And the great thing about that is I can actually bring each individual microphone or sound pad uh, channel in as its own audio source into the software. And I guess in a lot of ways, I do prefer working in the software in that sense. So um, it's you know it's it's really powerful. And again, the thing that we always like to say is that there is a little bit of a learning curve. It's yep. incredibly powerful. There's a good chance you'll only ever need five to maybe 10% of the entire software to do the thing that you want to do. So don't get bogged down with the details. And certainly um, you can head over to to wherever you need happen to be watching this and see some of the things that we've done on, uh, on OBS in the past as well. But just a reminder, uh, wherever you happen to be watching this, if you can hit the like button or subscribe or whatever it's called where you happen to be, because we do sort of go out to all the various places, that would be really, really awesome. Uh, but st stay tuned because we are about to draw that blue sky invite and enter. I, I really think <laughs> you're, you're about to be very, very fortunate, but that's okay. Sam, if people want to learn more about you and watch your content and do all that good stuff, where can they go? And I might just take that banner off before we do that. Sure. Yeah, you can head over to my website, samproof.tv. And in the top left, you'll see all of my uh, social media links. So those are pretty much prioritized in order of how frequently I use them. Um, you can find me streaming occasionally on my Twitch and regretting opening Twitter for the day. Uh, and also, if you want to see cats 24-7, head over to cuteavalanche.com. They also have a 24-7 Twitch and YouTube stream. Um, and uh, enjoy that. And uh, how about you, John? And if you want to check out anything that I'm doing, you can head over to johnlacey.com. I've got a whole bunch of uh, different tutorials about OBS and live streaming and different things. And if you head to the bottom of that page, uh, you'll see the social links there. So you can sort of get in touch with me as well. All right. This, I've got to say this really feels like a formality at this point, but let's let's do it. Uh, it looks like we've got two entries, so maybe um, Ender, Ender <laughs> might have some competition. Oh, that's you, is it? I'll give it to Ender. <laughs> okay. I just let's, wanted to make it entertaining. This so I guess, you know, for our audience, this is literally the, the StreamYard giveaway tool. Uh, if you use StreamYard, uh, because your chat's going through StreamYard, this, this is a great thing that you can do. You can uh, just set it up so that you can use a particular word or a hashtag, or you can actually just in, include anybody that actually does this. But here we go, Ender. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, I, I recuse let's, let's myself again. no give it to end 
I oh, don't that's, need that's it. too funny. You shouldn't have done that, Sam. But anyway, it is actually going to, to end us. So ignore yeah. what's physically on your screen right now. It's kind of just a bit of silliness for us today. But Enda, um, what I'll get you to do is if you can send me an email to podcast at johnlacey.com and I will get you a Blue Sky link and uh, you can check out that platform. So um... <laughs> you can follow both of us with the names that we have. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Okay, so this has been the the video and live streaming show. Um, it's been a slightly different show. I mean, I would love to hear if if this has been enjoyable for you, or if there's something else that you'd like us to cover um in the future. So let us know about that one. But um, next week, and I haven't even told Sam about this, but I'm going to tease it a little bit. So I'm I'm doing something that I'm calling the 59 second challenge, and I want to revolutionise the way that you and I are making short, uh, short form vertical video because as much as I do like to take clips from this show, I think there's a, there's a better way. So I'm going to, I'll talk to, I'll, I'll tell Sam more about that next week. Um, but until then, uh, have a, have a great week, have a great weekend and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye everyone. <laughs> okay. And I've pressed the wrong button at the wrong time. Let me just We're try still that here. again. Bye We're again. <laughs>